This is the Drive-In Podcast. Take one. Bada bing, bada boom. Welcome to episode 112 of the Drive-In Podcast. On today's episode, we have our episode 4 recap of Obi-Wan Kenobi. So use the bathroom now, grab that popcorn, and enjoy episode 112 of the Drive-In Podcast. Howdy doody, welcome to episode 112 of TDI, our second episode of the week. This is Dr. O on the Horn. I'm joined as always by my best friend, co-host, and Star Wars aficionado, Ricky Flicks. We have reached hump day, which means it's Star Wars day, which means it's Obi-Wan day, right? We had an absolutely electric episode that dropped last week. Much anticipated Darth Vader appearance. We had the first of hopefully two duels, maybe more. Between Obi-Wan and Vader, Ricky Flex, what time did you watch this episode today? Were you up early in the morning? Did you go after work? What was your deal? It was a 6 a.m. watch. It's too exciting. I can't wait till after work. I have to watch it before work. I can't think about it all day. I won't be able to do any work. It's a 6 a.m. watch. Ricky, I'll do you one better. I watched this at 4 a.m. this morning. Wow. 4 a.m. I don't have a lot of time during the day. I get home from work. I have to go to grad class. I got off around 7 today. So I was like, okay, we don't want to record at freaking 10 o'clock p.m. We got the NBA finals on tonight. No hockey. Sorry, Connor McDavid. But I needed to find some time. I couldn't sleep very well. So I'm just like, I'm going to crank this out at 4 a.m. And I was satisfied. It, it's for me, initial reactions, not, I mean, you had a, a freaking heck of a lot of Darth Vader in episode three. It was going to be hard for episode four to rebound in a way where I'm like, okay, that was just as good or even better. There's no way that was going to happen. I went in with those expectations, but we did have a thoroughly enjoying, a, a thoroughly entertaining episode this week. What were your initial reactions? Definitely. It was initially short, right? This was 30 minutes. I didn't recognize that, really. Oh my Incredibly God. short episode. So short episode, faster paced. Uh, this was an adventure episode, right? So the, the first three were more slower, uh, more story, um, story, emotional, emotionally driven, right? That Vader, Obi-Wan relationship, right? That's kind of the the story that was powering through those first three episodes. This one's just pure get in, get out. Obi-Wan trying to get the force back, right? Um, trying to get his powers back. That drive to save Leia probably just kind of hinted or kind of just hinted those four senses. Um, this was like basically to set up the next two episodes because we don't want to see a weak Obi-Wan. We're going to see a full Obi-Wan hopefully for the next two episodes. And uh, yeah, this is the adventure fast paced episode, the middle ground. This episode was get down to business, get in, get out. This was Obi-Wan channeling his inner Brian Mills, Liam Neeson taken, right? I will find you and I will rescue 
Princess Leia. Uh, it had I I, I kind of I, I I think it did fly by. So like the thirty minute runtime seems pretty accurate. I just didn't look at the the stamps while I was watching, but I did enjoy this episode. We're gonna get into some major details here. Obi Wan Force progression, lightsaber progression. Looks like he is on the back meter. He's at the almost back. Almost, right? almost. Not back. Almost Not back. 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 Almost back. It's a three way. It's a three way meter. It's a three player swing. Uh, so let's go. Let's go. So I guess we should leave, let's talk about the Force progression here. Let's talk about Obi Wan. Uh, we see him as a broken man. These first three episodes. Uh. uh Someone suffering from PTSD, a man who is uh, suffering from guilt, right? And suffering from, well, he just wants to be outside of the everyday society. He wants to leave the Jedi world behind, the Force behind. But guess what? You can't do that, Obi-Wan. Princess Leia needs you, okay? General Organa needs you. So in this episode, we finally see, and we, we see him absolutely get murked at the end of episode three by the one and only Darth Vader, an all-powerful looking Vader, arguably the strongest he's ever looked. The chosen one! The Me and Ricky were going back and forth with those. He was supposed to bring balance to the Force! Um, Yeah, now you made me lose my thought. But, Obi-Wan, okay, getting dominated by Darth Vader, recognizing he's not the Jedi he once was. Darth Vader is as strong as he's ever been with the suit on. And then we had some nice parallels at the beginning of this episode. You have Obi-Wan in the back of the tank. You got Anakin in the back of the tank. It was kind of weird to see Obi-Wan in the back of the tank. I usually usually think of like Star Wars villains, like a Boba Fett or a Darth Vader here. Seeing Obi-Wan in that tank just felt wrong. Yeah, I watched. I So last episode, I talked about how I watched episode one, two, and the first half of three. Last night before episode, uh, before this episode four, I finished Revenge of the Sith and the Bakhta tank, Darth Vader, Anakin getting dragged on the stretcher, right? And this was clearly a callback to that. And after that, then it was straight, like, brand new stuff. But this was clearly a callback to Episode 3. And it was like, eh, it felt kind of odd, right? There's Obi-Wan. He's the hero. Like, we want, we don't want to see him like this. But rather than ending, this is just, like, the middle ground. This is the switch middle like literally the middle of the season this is the switch the pipe was going into the rest we get this fast-paced episode afterwards and then it's all joyride from here episodes five and six going forward yeah so like that moment where he's in the back of the tank you're thinking of like okay he just got burned alive all right he's gonna he has to make this recovery you look at where darth vader off is right now i think obi-wan is just gonna be just fine going to the next two episodes if my star wars history flesh tells wounds. me correctly flesh wounds Questions. Simple, right? Like fifth degree, fifth degree. First degree is like the worst, isn't it? It goes like second's not as bad, third not as bad, fourth, and then first degree. I think is the worst. five. I think I think burning wounds. Fifth like degree that, burn. Right? For fifth degree first burn degree. is the worst. Nah, definitely first degree. I think is the worst. Anyway, he didn't have it as bad as Anakin. We'll say we'll tell you that. So this one, some electric moments with Obi Wan. Some great moments, okay, where he's starting to see that sh the shades of the shades of the past, all right, shades of former greatness. It's like when Mello came back with the Trailblazers and he was hitting a couple threes, like, oh my god, does he still have it? After everyone anticipated he was just going to be in China for the rest of his career. So here we had Obi Wan, okay, taking out the lightsaber. He's he's thinking about it. You could tell he is like in a struggle, thinking, can I do this? Can I accomplish this? Unsure of his abilities, right? Turns that switch on, right? Defending Leia, it's deflecting bullets. He's still got it. 
right? Does I don't, I don't believe he gets hit. Does he get hit? Does not get hit. Oh, man, he is almost back, as you said, on the back meter. But seeing him wield the lightsaber, seeing him then, as he's holding a lightsaber that's lit up, deflecting bullets, and then holding, right, the water from Ooh. the wall. Like, it was like, it was as if you're at the aquarium and someone just absolutely <laughs> decides to body the whale exhibit, and all of a sudden you got some. You, get, you need an Obi-Wan in that situation. He's like, I got this. The confidence for Obi-Wan is back. I, that was probably the best scene of the episode. Thoughts? I think it was. It was like, at the same time, it was like, kind of like, huh? Like, this is going to be like the height of the episode. But at the end of the day, it's like, this is the middle of the season. Again, like, yeah, that's a good, like, uh, peak or climax for an episode in the middle of the season. I'm totally happy with that. So I guess the people online that are a little like angry with that. I think we just got to settle our expectations a little because yes, after episode three, our expectations are through the roof, right? We just saw Darth Vader. We finally saw him, right? Like how much more do you want? Yeah, exactly. Like how much more do we want? Right. We're not going to get a rogue one Darth Vader scene every episode. We're just not going to get that. So this like Obi-Wan finding out his powers back, getting the fort, getting one with the force again. That was a great scene. It was. In the in the context of the situation, it was a great scene. The context I, of the season, I should say. Yeah, and like that was like his moment to shine. But we also got an introduction to uh, one new character, uh, more screen time for another, and then more Princess Leia. So we have Princess Leia being kidnapped. Okay, at the end of the last episode, Obi Wan, right, recovering in the back of the tank. He's brought back by an ally, a Jedi ally, right, Tala, going back to. Uh, what planet are they on? You know, oh, wait, Ooh. they go to Moose Jim. It starts with a J. They go to a J. Uh, they go to a J. J. I have no idea. Well, they go to a Jim. planet to basically recover. All right. It's a safe space for Jedi. And who do we meet? But O'Shea Jackson Jr. Okay. O'Shea Jackson. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube's son himself, most prominently known for Straight Outta Compton. I was like, as portraying his father in the movie. He is. Uh, a pilot? Is that right? Uh, I don't know about that, Jim. Um, I don't think he's a pilot. a pilot at the end of it. He's just like a leader of I don't know what the he is. crew. God damn it. Right. Well, tech he is, guy. well, he's a tech guy. All right. He is going to help Obi-Wan. Okay. Go basically. Um, but can we, the quickest what? turn of all time from I'm not helping you to I'm helping you within a couple lines. Am I right? Yes, I mean, I just thought his it acting was wasn't. I just thought his acting wasn't very good. It was. <laughs> I, 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 I thought I couldn't get like the image of Ice Cube out of my brain as I was watching, and uh, the line deliveries weren't hitting the same. I just didn't take it as like Star Wars dialogue the way he was. Like, I liked speaking. I just to me it wasn't hitting the same. But like the character, I guess it's. I don't know. It was quarter flipping right as, as an intro. It was kind of weird. I guess it could have been anybody. Right. And like we expected O'Shea Jackson. Like we, you just mentioned Trader Compton. I liked him in uh, The Long Shot with Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah, I thought he was long. awesome in that. Um, I just thought, like, yeah, like we could have done a lot more with that character, or at least with that actor. Maybe not that character, but with that actor, him just being thrown in here. I agree with you. But I think also it's just like the quick turnaround from my wife was literally a Jedi, uh, like had four, like was one with the Force, Jedi. Like whatever. That was it, dude. I watched this at four AM. I don't even remember half the episode. I swear it was a short. But then it's just literally like not even a minute later. They're like, "Oh, 
but you have to. And he's like, okay, yeah, let's do this. And then he just has the intel. They have the intel that, oh, no, Vader's not going to be there. The Grand Inquisitors. Uh, just Inquis- so happens. Reva. Yeah. The Inquisitors, like, home base. Oh, and they have Leia, who knows where Obi-Wan is. Oh, Vader's not going to be there. Like, what are we doing? Like, that's tough, I think. But let's. I'll get past that. So we also had uh, Indira Varma playing Tala. Once again, debuts in episode three, helping out Obi-Wan. Promises to get Leia to a safe haven. Epically fails as Leia is taken by Reva. Okay. So to the base uh, where Darth Vader is no longer, will not be present as they know. So uh, she becomes instrumental along with Obi-Wan to go save Princess Leia. I guess where we should go from here, I just want I want to know what you think of this uh, this double spy type of character we have with Tala. What, what are your impressions of her as we expand her character in episode four? Yes, Tala, a, a.k.a. Oberyn's wife, um, R.I.P. Oberyn. Uh, so she's good, I think. I think she's good. I've decided that she's good. Okay, I don't mind her great screen time i think she's a good uh side character supporting character to obi-wan in these last two episodes i do think she's good i do want a backstory i'm at the point where we've been through two episodes she's an officer status in the empire i think we need a backstory at least O'Shea a couple Jack- lines. O'Shea jackson got one why can't she get one yeah exactly like we need at least a couple lines right like we need a couple how do you climb up the ranks of the empire and then just be like, like I don't, you know what I mean? Like you gotta yeah, give us. Gotta something. be something. She must, Even, must have. Maybe she has some. She grew up with the Empire. Okay, maybe she yeah. was a part of when it initially, uh, when it when after Order she Six changes or, Order Sixty Six, or maybe something happens. Like I guess to a family member, but Darth Vader does something to one of her um, important members of her family or something. I don't know. I'm just making hypothetical situations up as we go. But there needs to be something because you can't just have. A double agent and you don't know the backstory that's just terrible writing you need to have a backstory of some sort so uh she basically she gives the pep talk the halftime speech to obi-wan saying dude you still got it right we need you right now right get it together and then we have reva holding leia okay once again this leia this actress i have it up right here i find her name recognition uh vivian lira blair unbelievable so good okay smart witty spunk right goes right at reva not intimidated whatsoever she even there was even a time where i thought for a second she was going to pull a home alone and then out outsmart reva <laughs> reva reva was like the joe pesci in that situation you where he's like wait a second wait a second you're not gonna get me but uh in terms of yes she won't let uh, so obviously what i'm talking about leia does not uh, basically she uh wants information reva wants information from leia leia's like well uh, if you let me talk to anybody i can trust anyone i want to talk to my father reva shuts it down and that opens the door okay obi-wan going to say save leia so what were your thoughts on leia in this episode and how do you think she's doing from uh i guess one through four perspective i agree with you i think that even like when uh reva's like oh like obi-wan's dead like he is dead like you could see leia's like vivian whatever the name is I already forgot um you could see Leo like Blair. the emotion right there right the lip quiver um the emotion 
Like, that's good acting. I, I was like, wow, she is good. She's pretty good. And, like, the quick banter, the wittiness, like you mentioned, very impressed. It continues with the one-liners, right? What you saw with the cousin in the beginning that kind of draws you into the character, that wittiness, that comedic edge. And it even brings into an interrogation scene with the character that me and you with Riva that we might not have enjoyed throughout the first three episodes. This episode, I will say better. Um, still not sold, but better. Um, nothing glaring, just nothing overly joyous for, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Maybe we just need another battle or something so she could use the lightsaber. But I think I agree with, I agree with you with the Leia point and with Reva. Just adequate, I think, for right now. Hoping next episode we see a little more. Yeah, I do have a question regarding Princess Leia because we're getting much more Leia than anticipated. I personally didn't see Leia being strongly involved with this series whatsoever. The fact that we've seen her in four straight episodes, it's got to start to wonder going to make you wonder i should say when you look at leia right and you have that line in episode four where uh luke tells leia while he's while he's rescuing leia because she's once again the damsel in distress luke goes ben kenobi's with us and then leia says ben kenobi because she knows who ben kenobi is but it's getting to the point where in episode four if this has to work she would probably say something else to luke regarding her relationship with Ooh. Ben Kenobi because he has saved her twice now, okay, from, I guess, these are very memorable situations. People say you forget stuff when you're young. You don't forget being kidnapped by Darth Vader and a Grand Inquisitor, right, or an Inquisitor. You don't forget that type of thing, okay? So it just makes me think, are they going too far with the Leia storyline? Does it need to end now, return Leia, and have the big battle? Okay, my theory is I, I actually think that when like in episode four when Obi-Wan dies, like she doesn't like, you know, Luke yells no and he's only known him for like a week or whatever. Like you don't really get an emotional response. So I'm actually in the camp now after seeing this episode. Obi-Wan's like the touching hands at the end, right? Like being a good like father figure or whatever mm. you want to call it. I think he's getting too close. I think he doesn't want her to remember this. Wipes her memory. And I'm in the camp where episode four, it's like, that's the first time. It's like Ben Kenobi. Jesus like, Christ. You think he's going to wipe her memory of it? Yeah, I do. Jesus Christ. That's, that'd be really them saving their tracks. We haven't yes. seen that where it's like, like we've done like where it's like, okay, Jedi mind tricks where it's like, you will open this door, right? We will. We, I don't know how that has that ever happened from a Jedi wiping someone's mind. I don't know, but I, I'm assuming it could be done even with a like a, someone with that one with the force, like Leia is. I think that her mind's just so young that you could with someone that's you're a just, master. You're trying Jedi. to make this a Star, I am. War, a Star Wars Black Mirror episode. That's what you're trying oh. to do right now. Okay, you're just wiping people's minds, wiping their brains. Okay, that's what guess, that's what I'm doing. You're gonna do that to a princess, a princess, Ricky Flex. You're gonna warp their minds so they don't remember the time they got saved twice. Just from, once. Twice. Or twice, I guess twice in the Technically season. Technically twice. Yeah, you're right. And then she got kidnapped again. I thought, yeah, I thought we were counting episode four. All right. That wasn't his fault. That was what's her face's fault. The the Technically, Bala. none of them are his fault. Technically. No, he did his thing. I think well, yeah, Tala, not Bala. Tala. That was her fault. She Tala. sent her there. And then also there was inexplicably Reva waiting at the back end of episode three. But Reva also here. Um, a little more dialogue this episode is in episode three. 
once again, kind of weaker when she has a lot of dialogue, I noticed. Like, I feel like like Leia stole the entire scene when they were together. I get it. She's cute and everything. But I thought she was just killing it compared to Reba. Like, Reba was looking like like Marv from Home Alone in that situation. I said she was looking like a dummy. Yeah, I, I just, again, just not to flavor the point, nothing bad, nothing great. Just like you said, Leia took the scene and more dialogue, but nothing crazy about it. Uh, I think also we got to bring up uh, at the base where Leia is being held and Obi-Wan saves Leia. He is Before he actually runs into Leia and finds her, there's a moment he's walking through the base and he notices it's not really a base. Uh, Obi-Wan reports back to Tala that this fortress that they think is a fortress or base is actually a tomb for Jedis. Okay? So... You have watched a little bit of Clone Wars, I bet. Yes, right? Clone Wars. A little bit. Uh, I personally have not seen any. I assume these are this was Easter Egg City for a lot of Star Wars fans. I was not aware of these Jedi's in the tomb. Why are they being kept there? Is a question that's going to be neat. That's going to be asked. Did you recognize any of them? Do you have any info? I recognize info? one, but I don't remember the name off the top of my head right now. I knew it at six a.m., but not right now. Um, animated really like filoni Anim- are we talking about episode animated three? animated clone wars Ugh, darn well th- either way that's probably the only one but i know there's probably a couple more but you saw the kid the young one right young one whatever mm-hmm. you saw uh like you saw a couple other people that clearly weren't clone wars i'll say that now we saw a, a good amount right we saw a good amount of people or people one with the force or whatever you want to say what i'll say he now is that why are they doing this? Why do you think, Doctor, that they're doing this? Do you think it's for this season? Do you think it's for Ahsoka? Do you think it's like, what do you think is going on here that so has I'm implications thinking, for this universe? I'm thinking hypotheticals here. So this is where we typically have Darth Vader reside. Am I right? It's not like it's not the castle in Mustafar, but he, he commonly is at this location or what? I would is he? Well, he's at this castle on Mustafar. It's a Vader castle. Yeah. So why would he? So what? Okay. Let's just say yes. I'm just trying to think. I don't know because where where exactly are they? The bottom of that base, the Inquisitor base. Yeah. What is the base though? Like where where are they? Like I don't even know where. It's in the middle of the ocean. Okay, but like I didn't know what planet. That's what I'm kind of oh here. Oh oh sorry. I don't know. But I was trying to think like maybe these are Jedi's that the Inquisitors have slain and they keep them. Like maybe as mm-hmm. trophies in a way. Um, I was thinking that maybe these are ones that Vader has slain himself. Like, and if you said the youngling there, I'm like, oh wow, okay, maybe these Dark. are ones that Vader has taken down. Uh, I doubt it because, like, when you look at the Jedi's and you look at Safdie's character at the beginning, he was hung in the middle of the street, so it really wouldn't really line up. So honestly, I have no idea. Maybe they want these Jedi's as like potentially to return as Inquisitors. That would be like, I guess my next natural inclination uh, because maybe somehow these people aren't dead. I don't, I don't really know how you could bring them back. Maybe the dark side has the ability as we know from episode three to bring back, to prevent death, right. To bring back people from the dead. So maybe these inquisitors, all right, are able to right. Take these Jedi's. Okay. And make them hunters. That's kind of cool. 
That's what I was thinking too. Same reasoning with the safety situation, safety Jedi in episode one, hanging in the streets. That's what I'm going with, especially why would you bring up like key figures like from or not key, but prominent figures from like the Clone Wars and the people that people know, like Star Wars fans know. Mm-hmm. There's no other reason than just to or like, just say, callbacks, look at that. Or just to slap that. us in the face and look what you could have had, right? Because so, he acknowledges it's a tomb. He acknowledges yes. it. He says it. It's not just it's like, what tomb. the heck's going on here? And he sees it. He's like, it's this is not a base. It's a tomb. And so when he does that, it's like, okay, we're coming back to this. It would be cool. We talked about in like episode one, we were disappointed by like the screen time of Safty. What if Safty just came back as, as an Inquisitor? Because they are down one, right? <laughs> Where's the Grand Inquisitor? He's got to be dead, right? He hasn't returned. No, he's dead, dead. He's dead. He's got to be, right? Yeah, he's dead. And dead. Vader acknowledged it, right? So it's like, okay. They're, they, I mean, Inquisitors come in three, right? There's got to be a third man. Like, they, like you can't have a championship level Inquisitor team without a big three. They need one more. So maybe we're going to see a fan favorite Jedi return as an Inquisitor. Maybe, maybe, maybe. That's decent. I was also thinking like Order sixty six could have saved like a Jedi or whatever, like some of the Jedi or pre Jedi, whatever you want to say, Youngling, whatever, um, Padawans could have saved them put them in this tank and then whenever you're down an inquisitor you bring one up from the miners right you bring one up from the tomb mm, yeah so this is like the farm system they got going there. exactly right and then like i got a crazy hypothetical i don't think you want me to say it i do please who, who have we always wanted to return back to the star wars universe okay i wrote this down who have I, we always I wanted wrote gone down wars here universe? okay <laughs> i wasn't thinking that but it's not darth maul I was thinking Mace Windu, bro. Former Jedi's think, turn into Inquisitors. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Oh, okay. I'm just being. I'm being crazy. I'm being. I, I told okay. you you didn't want me to say it, but you saying Qui Gon is that's diabolical. What? Well, you said you said you said I'm going to bring like we've always wanted to bring back. That's why I had Qui Gon written down saying when are we going to see him in? Well, this he's going to come back as the Force Ghost, right? He's I know. I'm waiting back. for he's it. He's worked so hard, right, to gain that. He's going to be able to speak with Qui-Gon. Yoda yes. pro- prof- uh, professed it yes. right back in episode three. That's yes, got to yes, happen. Yes, it That's has kind of messed up of you to say that Qui-Gon would come back as an Inquisitor. That's it's, messed up. Ricky. No, I'm just trying to predict what you were saying. Christ, Ricky. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you said, who That's do crazy. we always want to see? And I'm thinking, who depth. do I want to we're see? Our, we're, 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 we're getting too crazy. We're out you, of our are, you, you caused this. I know. I said we. I said we. It's not just I. It's not just you. I said we. We were out of our depth talking about That's that. That's not thing. what I think is going to happen. I know. I, I, I'm, I still I'm, think. I'm, I'm saying that. I'm literally saying it's unlikely. But we, there, is a, there is a chance. That's why those Jedis are being kept there. They're to become Inquisitors. That, I think, is a legitimate hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why else would you have the tomb of Jedi's? Exactly. All right. Let's keep going. So, uh, minimal uh, Vader in this episode. Okay. I think much to the dismay of many fans, we also have Vader extremely upset. Right. That Obi Wan comes away and away from the clutches of Reva and the Inquisitors yet again. Right. Escapes with Leia yet again. And then Vader basically has Reva once again by force choke, raises her about 10 feet in the air. And after a ruthless Vader, we saw in episode three, who is snapping like females' necks in the middle of the street. 
is afraid to kill Riva just because she said she's tracking Obi-Wan. What do you think about this interaction at the end of the episode, the only time we get Vader here? I call BS because, oh, you let him go because you're tracking him. Well, you had him in the building. You had him in the building. Yeah. There's no excuse. Vader, kill you, whoever. I'm not saying Riva should die because it's Riva. I'm saying whoever is the cause of it, which is her, dead. Darth Vader would kill them immediately. Like, that, it doesn't matter. I did, that was my least favorite part of the episode because, like, this is she failed again, right? And he already said, if you fail again, I'm going to kill you. And just the fact, just by the fact she said, Well, I have a tracker on him. Well, what I would do if I'm Darth Vader, I take the tracker from her. Like, why do you even need her at this point? Get her out of here. She's failed twice at luring and then killing Obi Wan. She ain't going to get fumble. it done. Maybe it's time for the fifth brother to take the number one spot. Okay, maybe LeBron is not cutting it right now. Maybe AD has to take over. Okay, so maybe that's the situation. Or you get another Inquisitor that's going to get the job done. It's ridiculous how he she was just able to slide away from that with the Galactic Empire after uh, and, seeing the ruthlessness of a Darth Vader. Yeah, it, she failed. She did. I, she. You could say all you want about tracking, but I don't care. In the building. There's no doubt you didn't want to let them go. There's no doubt. I know you could have said that in the if the writers do actually believe that. You know what? That's just not that wouldn't happen in any scenario because you mm. have them in the building. You do. It wouldn't happen. You think Vader in episode four decided to let Luke and Leia just leave and walk out of there? Yeah. Like, what well, are we doing? Reva, I mean, they let him take it to game seven. Let him take it to game seven. Could have ended it early. Let him take it to game seven. Sorry, my mind's on basketball. But right now, now they have to go away from home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they they get they're they're hitting the road. They're hitting the road. Or, or they're going. I think I think I think there's gonna be some home field advantage for Vader going into the last episode. It's got to be on Mustafar. They got to return to that yes. that setting of episode three, which is kind of ironic. The castle's on Mustafar. Because that's where there's a bunch of lava, lava and fire. Like, has anyone ever questioned that, like, the Mustafar is surrounded by fire and Anakin so, literally burned it alive? And he's, the, as like, probably the one thing he doesn't like is fire, as in he didn't walk through it in episode three in Kenobi. Yeah, that, that doesn't really make sense to me either. Uh, so I think we should move on to predictions. Episode five, not six, right? We got two more episodes to go. What do you see in the immediate future for this series? It's kind of a tough one, right? Because now they know where they are. Tracker. I want to say it's just going to be a Rocky Four montage. Obi-Wan just getting back into it, right? And then he talks with Qui-Gon, maybe a Yoda. I don't know. Yo. It won't be Yoda. I'm, I'm just saying. It's got, just this has got to be the cameo episode, bro. It, I think it is. Cameo. I, I think so. And last thing I'll say is, we have not seen Caden Christensen for more than two seconds. We're this man it. needs to be in it. So is this going to be a cameo flashback sequence with the flashbacks being like with the with like a that like not flashbacks to episodes one to three movies. It's more like flashbacks, but like using the modern like today's Ewan McGregor, today's uh, Hidden Christensen pretending like it's like in the Clone Wars or something. Right. Like we still haven't seen a modern today Hayden Christensen. I'll tell you what, I think he's in the suit. I think he's in the suit. It's crazy. 
And it's like, okay, it's because like people, some people on the internet were like comparing his strut to like episode three strut when he's going, he's turned to the dark side. And they're like, that's Hayden Christensen. I'm like, you know what? At this point, I'll take it. You know know what? You know, he lost both his legs and he was completely different. Are we like really going to get an entire season of like Hayden Christensen, quote unquote, as Darth Vader? And there's not a word spoken by Hayden Christensen. That's really that's realistic. That That might happen on gambling, like gambling odds. But like when we talk about predictions for episode five, coming back to it, I do think this is where Qui-Gon, right? This is where he comes in. This is where Obi-Wan, he's starting to gain power of the Force again, right? He needs his dude, okay? He needs his Mickey, right, for that training montage that we're going to see, right? Give him full power. Give him full confidence. I mean, can you? I don't think – like Yoda is not a bad prediction just because he has such strong connections to the end of Episode 3. One of the last Jedis that – uh Obi-Wan has talked to, like Qui-Gon is a guarantee to show up in this. But I think the question mark is Yoda. Maybe Yoda shows up in episode six. It's a little overload if you have, right? Mm. Those two iconic characters go in one episode. But you know, like that iconic cameo is coming. Let's look at the history of Star Wars TV. What do you think about Boba Fett? Like Mandalorian showing up, Luke Skywalker, Ahsoka Tano. Sorry, spoiler alert. But then you got Mandalorian. Okay, obviously Luke Skywalker, right, shows up also in but, that show. But, no, I also had this written down too. Ahsoka could be a cameo because she's the next star <laughs> after Andor. Next, we got to like kind of tease that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're the right? Filoni verse guy. Yeah, you should know this. But like also, like Clone Wars, Ahsoka, Anakin's Padawan, like it would also make sense. I'm just saying. Maybe a two on one. Maybe Obi Wan still at full strength won't be strong enough, and you have Ahsoka Tano entering the fold for a two on one against her former Jedi Master. What? That'd be kind of cool. Perhaps, and maybe Episode Five. Also, just getting away from the cameo talk. Maybe since they're tracking, we're talking about this montage. Second half of the episode, it's like, oh, the Inquisitors come, not Vader, and Obi Wan just takes care of the Inquisitors. And then Episode Six, Vader's like, fine, like goes Thanos. I'll do this myself. Obi-Wan sends the thing back, the tracker. And goes, <laughs> and I'm coming. Like, a, like a, He gets like a, one of those video messages, like the Obi-Wan, help me, Obi-Wan, I need you only hope. One of those messages that R2 plays, like send it back to him saying, I'm back, bitch. And like, <laughs> episode six happens. Uh, but I like the idea of potentially like, two on one because Obi-Wan realizes, even though he's back to like full force, he might need help, right, to take down right. Darth Vader. Who's That's all why maybe Qui-Gon or like, Yoda could like help him saying like, Oh my hey, god, dude. If we like, got like Liam Neeson fighting alongside you and McGregor okay. against Darth Vader, okay. oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. That'd be crazy. That'd be but crazy. I was thinking like, oh, they could they could tell him like, yo, bro, like you're just not gonna be able to do it. You're gonna need help. Okay. And there is another one, you know. Uh-huh. I like that. So I think at this point, Ricky Flex, um trying to think of any other predictions we can make, but what does this show have to do to cement itself as the best season right of star wars tv we've ever had probably alongside the likes of mandalorian season two right what does it need to do right to be the best season of star wars television that we've seen Cam, we talked just talked about it we need we need the cameos right we need the cameos we need full-blown obi-wan mm, i was gonna say this like we need it we don't want it we need it because if we don't get it then the shows honestly could be a failure. It could be because we can't just get Obi-Wan just being this pity Obi-Wan. No, we need him to be back. He needs to be with the rebel. Like he needs to be 
like himself, a Jedi master, get him going. And then finally, just the final episode, whenever they do have this duel with Darth Vader, it can't just be like, all right, see you later. Like, let's both go away healthy for episode four. And we'll talk then they got to somehow figure a way where they both don't die, but they both like, but like the final battle, they both don't just like say deuces to each other. You know what I mean? It's got to be like a good yeah. end of the battle. So those got to make sense. Gonna, yeah, it's got to be those three sense. things. And I don't know how they're going to do the third one, but the but first think, two are easy. I think. I think also like the idea of like Obi Wan being back. That's the most important part. Where he, we need Obi Wan twirling his mustache. We need him dropping the hello there. We need him back, backflips, hang time like. Jordan in 86. We need him coming back like Jordan in 96, right? We've had he's war number 90, he's war number 45 these first three episodes. We need him back as 23. We need him back as 23. The basketball this is the basketball reference pod uh, episode of oh, the TD. Yeah. That's of my TD last episode. one, I swear. That's my last one, I swear. But we I'll need that. this moment where Obi-Wan fully re- realizes he's back. Fans have been waiting for this moment. If they only save it for the last episode, it's going to make me very upset. We've seen a very rigid old man Kenobi. Okay. Let's see Obi. Let's, let's see you and McGregor turn it on. Turn it on. Show me you still got it. Just like you got to show me Obi Wan still got it. All right. And there's speculation. Will there be a season two of this? It seems like Disney is weighing like their options and they're seeing how the response to this season is. And I think if two killer episodes happen, we're looking at another season of Obi-Wan. A season two. I don't know. Like it's I don't know how they're gonna be able to do that. Like Will McGregor said he'll come back. It's just the fact that you're probably not having Darth Vader part of the series. But no Vader, then no series, in my opinion. I guess you could have him come back, but it's just like a little much, and you're kind of messing with the timeline it, potentially if you do so. You can't you can't do a second season with no Vader. What they would have should have done is done like an Andor thing where it's like this we're doing two seasons, and then you can do like Obi Wan getting back into his groove season one, and then end it on the Vader, like like all right boom like similar to what we saw in episode three maybe uh, of Kenobi. I I just don't know how they would do it like now post like that's why like I was like what we talked about on on, on Tuesday's episode. With like the organization of television shows, you need them to be organized. You can't just keep adding seasons, or else it just doesn't make sense. Especially when you're trying to intertwine them with already made movies, it's so hard mm-hmm. to do. I mean, honestly, what's more likely, Obi Wan season two or Darth Vader miniseries spinoff? I think Darth Vader miniseries spinoff. I think so too, just because the story would make more sense. Darth Vader doesn't need Obi-Wan with him, but a Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan does need a hating Christensen, probably alongside like a Darth Vader. That's like the big allure of this series, the looming shadow that this series has that everyone's like waiting for, those scene-stealing moments. If Obi-Wan has goes on his own with no Darth Vader, Ewan McGregor's awesome. People are going to watch it no matter what. But is it going to have the electricity as if you're watching a Darth Vader spinoff? Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. If you're if you're in love with Ewan McGregor and you're like you want him in more stuff, I'm not saying they would. I don't think they would ever do this, but you could do. Okay. Also, you could bring in Hayden Christensen, actually coming back and do like a Clone Wars type of thing, like a live action Clone Wars. Bring her in there. Bring him back, Ahsoka. Like you could do a lot of things there, but you. I just don't. 
I just don't know how you would do it. This has been a great hypothetical podcast. We haven't done one of these in a while where it's like us just this is this is why movie podcasting uh, was invented is for moments like this. Just takes on takes, predictions on predictions, hypothetical after hypothetical. This is what it's all about, Ricky Flex. Any final thoughts before we wrap up today's episode? I will say as well, we also mentioned the boys, how we would be reviewing that. Oh, you're right. I did say that. Doctor's been busy. The doctors had a lot of patience. They could tell. Dude, they could tell. Like, yeah, we've we have a backload of patients. Backload but of patients. People in the I, waiting room nonstop. But I, I apologize to the listeners. I've been I had to watch this at 4 a.m. and I didn't even remember the entire episode. I feel terrible. I've let it the listeners down today. I hope my references help aid, right? You're listening. So yeah. I, I will just do my quick initial. Yo, we can just talk about it tomorrow. I, will you be able to watch it, Doctor? I, I've done. I've I've watched episodes one and a half. I can watch. I have nothing going on right now. Tonight, tonight, I'm watching right, so NBA Finals and Boys. All right, all right. We will do a quick pod of the boys' first three episodes. Hmm. I, I, boys, I, honestly, but Ricky, it's... I'm thinking. I'm thinking also, like maybe we just do a full-on episode tomorrow, just because hustle coming out with Sandler, Black maybe. Adam. Black Adam. Trailer. We just do traditional driving next step. The like original tomorrow. TDI pod. Like like same structure. Okay. We'll go over a little bit of news happening. Trailer roundup. We'll hit you with uh the boys review episodes one through three. We could do a sailor draft. We are promising a lot right now. Well, I know um, these are hi- Ricky. This is the hypothetical <laughs> podcast. Did you not hear me say that? What earlier? if we do quick checkup and the boys? Check up, trailer roundup, boys. A lot of news came out today. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So I think like The Rock, Black Adam trailer finally came. Yeah. Like it actually came. I feel like That's the insane. hype is not really there right now. Oh, it's, like, it's now dead. That it came it's out. very dead. But it actually came out. Like I'm still shocked. It's been the how often or were we, have we been promised that the hierarchy in the DCU is about to change? Like it's coming. It's finally changing. So. Maybe we just do that. Or nothing's changing. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So there it is. Tomorrow, we are recording. Okay, so episode drop on Friday. So we got checkup, trailer roundup for Black Adam, and then boys recap. All right? Howdy doody. Can't wait for it. I will be ready for the podcast. <laughs> okay. That's going to do it for – what were we going to say? Anything? <laughs> you were ready today. Yeah, no, I wasn't ready. I wasn't. So I didn't watch the last two episodes of The Boys, episode and a half. If you and haven't watched The Boys, I didn't remember. That. I didn't remember a key detail of Obi Wan because I watched it so early in the morning. This grad class is kicking my butt. I'm just gonna have to turn it on, just like Obi Wan in episode five and six. I gotta crank it. I'm I'm at, I'm at almost back. I'm at, not back, almost back. Back. The ending to episode three of The Boys is crazy. I like. I think everybody needs to watch it. If you're a boys fan, The Boys fan, yeah. Like and you haven't started it, start it. Listen to us on Friday. It's been if zany. you haven't seen zany. the boys yet, I, I will say the boys is top ten, probably top five shows on television right now, and it, it might be go down after this season as an all time show for me. This I don't know. The, this is the episode of takes, people. This is the episode of takes, and that's going to do it for episode one hundred twelve of the drive-in podcast. Make sure you tune into our episode earlier in the week where we talk about the biggest news going on in movies. We're talking about a slew of Netflix trailers. Uh, make sure you tune into that Michael Keaton Batman news, right? 
We got some more DC news obviously coming tomorrow. Make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, make sure you, you make sure you subscribe to the YouTube, okay, which you may be watching at this moment. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button, okay? Leave a comment and say, we love you, Drive-In Pod, and then we will reply saying, we love you too, right? That's going to do, do it for episode 112. Until next time, we will smell you.